where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about the 10 things that you must buy organic. Now, if you've listened to this feed for all the years that it's been around, you know that the importance I I put on protecting our body uh, from toxins that are in the food, from stuff that big food, big grocery puts in our, our food, not not just in our food, but also in our environment. If you look at electromagnetic radiation and parabens and phthalates and, and whatnot, there's a tons of questionable things that are put in our life that are problematic. This is why I like to do deep dives into the International Agency for the Research of Cancer, which is a branch of the WHO, what they always label as carcinogenic And no doubt, if you look at the last few years, there's definitely been an awareness of organic. Now, I think on one level, this is good and this is bad. On one level, it's good that there's more awareness. Uh, There's more more awareness of the the problems with genetically modified food. I remember watching a Jimmy Kimmel segment. This must have been like 10 years ago, where it was like he sent somebody out and said, like, well, do you think GMOs are bad? And they're like, oh, yeah, they're bad, they're bad. And they're like, what does GMO stand for? And none of the people after 10 people could knew what it stood for. So it's one of those things where there's a general awareness of the problems with plastics, GMOs, and all the things we've just talked about, fluoride in the water, all these things. Maybe people don't know why. So there, there's a greater awareness, which I think is good. I think the problem is that because there's a greater awareness, big grocery, big food, and so forth is pivoting. So instead of fighting against labeling foods with GMO, that was a big thing. I remember, I think Vermont was the first state that was demanding that if your food has GMO products in it, that it needs to be on the label. And big food, big grocery, Nestle, Kraft, all these people were like, no, it's going to raise the cost of of the foods because we're going to have to type more i mean it just it was a complete joke but big groceries pivoting now because they realize they've kind of lost that war that people like to be aware of things but now they're just selling everything organic and a lot of things are just crazily overpriced i'm a whole foods we made fun of whole foods how one time they were caught selling asparagus water literally a piece of asparagus in water and they put it in a glass container and sold it for ten dollars so you can get manipulated in thinking that everything you need to buy needs to be organic, and that's not true. So we're going to go through 10 things that you should buy organic. Now, before you say, Gregory, that's expensive, whole paycheck is expensive, look, no doubt uh, some organic things are expensive. Like organic bananas here in Texas are maybe a dollar a pound. They're not expensive. And like orga- organic bananas are something that you don't need to get. Bananas are not something that you need to buy organic. But I understand on one level that it's typically more expensive. 
I would tell you this, like if you look at a budget, if you do budget, you'll notice that you have no problem spending $35 on takeout. See, but you're gonna have problems spending $5.99 on organic meat. So it's a question of priorities. And prevention of disease is a lot cheaper than the treatment of disease. So let's get to it. Number one, no particular order. We're gonna start with the, the animals. We're gonna start with meat. So meat should be organic or grass-fed. And the reason is pretty simple here with all the meats that we're gonna talk about. First of all, they are fed genetically modified feed. The typical cow in Conagra or whatever, the industrial lots that they have in Colorado, where these animals are just piled on top of each other and diseased, they are going to be fed the lowest grade crap. They're also shot up with antibiotics. now. People think, well, animals are shut up with antibiotics because they're kept in horrible conditions. Yes, that's partly it, true. But in the 1950s, big livestock realized that by giving animals antibiotics, they grew fatter. So they get more meat out of it. If you look at a picture of what uh, a chicken looked like in 1950 and compared it to 2010, it's almost twice as big. So... Most of the animals are shot up with antibiotics on purpose, even if they're not diseased. And they're fed GMO crap, and they just live a pretty lousy life. So you do want to buy your meat organic because unorganic meat is like the low grade of low grade. It's like the honey buns of meat. It's just low grade garbage, and it can affect your health. Another one, very concomitant, that would be chicken. And I would say two and three would be chicken and eggs. Now, chicken should be free-range as well, and it's very dicey. We have an episode here on do's and don'ts on buying eggs. Lots of times you'll see uh, hens or eggs, I should say, they're said they're vegetarian, or, they're, or they'll use some like code word to make you think that they're not stuck in a cage, because the typical hen is stuck in a cage, shot up with antibiotics. They get so big that their little legs can't hold them up, they break their legs, and they're in a cage just eating GMO food and eating and drinking water and they're diseased and they just keep shooting them up with antibiotics and GMO feed until they're ready to be slaughtered and or get the eggs, depending on the scenario, but it's pretty much the same. So the typical chicken in a coop is not treated well. So we want free range where they're actually allowed to roam around, like heaven forbid, roam around in nature and eat worms and all the things they eat because chickens are omnivores. That's what we want. Now, just because the label says that they are free range doesn't mean it's necessarily true. And pastured eggs are, are expensive. And we've done an episode here. I don't know if it's an episode or article I wrote in the past how one pastured egg is the equivalent of six conventional eggs in terms of, of the nutrient profile. So... I would in Texas here a dozen eggs, organic eggs, are about four fifty, which is it's pricey, especially when the, the low grade eggs are two dollars. So the official party is a well, Gregor, I could buy twenty four eggs for the price of twelve. Well, just remember again, it's just it's it's the quality of the food that goes into you are what you eat. Same for chicken. I would tell you to get organic is the same thing. GMO feeds, shut up with antibiotics and problems like that. Number four is gonna be fish. You want to buy wild-caught fish or, or seafood, just shrimp, whatever it is. The typical fish is, are, are raised in fish farms in Vietnam and other places in the Far East. Some fish farms are here in America and in Canada. 
Uh, but typically the, the, the fish that we get that's frozen and shipped over here are from fish farms and they're fed GMO feed and they're shot up with antibiotics. You're like, how do you shoot up fish with antibiotics? But they're shot up with antibiotics too. So you're, look, you're looking at these problems as well. So wild caught, even though you know, there are pollutants in the water, ask the, 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 the puffins in Prince William Sound in 1989, if you know that reference. But overall, you're getting, it, it's healthier seafood. Uh, number five, I would say would be yogurt. So yogurt, more so than ice cream and butter and these other things, yogurt and milk, we'll put as five and six. Yogurt and milk are shut up with a, a, a chemical called recombinant bovine growth hormone, also known as recombinant bovine somatotropic hormone, RBST or RBGH. And these are growth hormones, as the name would suggest. The other problem with these is, of course, they're coming from diseased cows and the milk from diseased cows, the milk from GMO-fed cows. And so you want to get milk organic and you want to get yogurt. And on the yogurt and on the milk, but certainly on the yogurt, there'll be signs that say RBGH free. Also with the yogurt, make sure you're getting Greek yogurt. You need to get probiotic yogurt for the microbiome in your gut. And of course, I think that was the first episode we ever did here was on the microbiome. So the microbiome is exceedingly important. So get those organic. Number seven, now we're going to go over to the produce. So the Environmental Working Group is a great consumer advocacy watchdog group. And every year they publish the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. They also publish an app called Skin Deep, which investigates cosmetics, lotions, makeup, stuff like that. So if you have a shampoo, you can type in the name of it and it'll tell you it's toxin grade. So it's, it's a great agency. Anyways, they've been doing the Dirty Dozen and Clean 15 for some time. So the problem with produce, of course, is GMO, like corn, soybean, those are genetically modified uh, for sure. And then certain types of cane sugar, now salmon, certain types of salmon, and uh, sugar, sugar beets as well. And some other things are GMO, corn, as I mentioned. So the other problem is that they're sprayed with lots of pesticides. Now pesticides are ostensibly sprayed on produce because think about it. I mean, even before we had big agriculture, like Monsanto, if you were a small farmer, you wouldn't want the locusts to come in and destroy your crop or freeze, destroy your crop or something like that. So they would spray pesticides. The problem is that the pesticides, depending on the produce, get absorbed into the produce and then you're eating that. And it can lead to hormone or endocrine problems, normally reproductive problems and problems with your endocrine hormones. In other things, there can be links to cancer depending on, on what it is. So certain produce absorb pesticides more than others. So the ones that absorb the pesticides the most, the EWG calls the dirty dozen, named after the classic movie. And the ones that don't absorb pretty much anything, which you don't need to buy organic, are called the clean 15. A lot of produce is gonna be in the middle because there's more than obviously 27 fruits and vegetables. So in the dirty dozen, they typically, it's the same six or seven every year. And this is where we're going to round out the last four. Now, in the Clean 15, let's just knock these out. You never have to buy organic citrus. So if you ever see organic oranges, organic lemons, it's a scam. Don't buy it. Also with the melons, typically watermelon, cantaloupe, honeydew, don't need to buy organic as well. 
And as I mentioned, bananas are not typically something that you need to get organic. Now, what should you get organic? Number seven would be the leafy green. So this is gonna be the cruciferous, in particular kale and spinach. These are commonly on the dirty dozen. Yes, these need to be bought organic. And the good news is that they're typically not that expensive to buy organic. Maybe a bag of pre-washed spinach is like three bucks. Number eight is gonna be the berries, in particular the strawberries. The strawberries, and it's interesting because you would think some things that are very thin in their membrane, you would think would be absorbed more than something that's very thick. It's not always the case, but many times it is the case. So if you look at strawberries and spinach, they don't have a protective lining and they're one of the ones that actually uh, we absorb quite a bit. So I would just throw in all berries here, strawberries, blueberries, blackberries. We have a couple of articles at Naturopathic Earth about what are the go-to fruits in terms of low glycemic that also are high in fiber. Hint, it's gonna be a lot of the berries, in particular raspberries and blackberries. I would just buy all of these organic. And, and look, if you can't find them in season, you can buy frozen organic blueberries, frozen organic strawberries. That's, I mean, I would tell you the options are this. Number one would be going to a market in your, in, your, in your town because typically those are local producers. You wanna support local producers and also they're not gonna use pesticides. And then number two would be fresh organic, something in season. And we've been so spoiled because now at the grocery stores, we think everything's in season. But something in season. And then number three would be frozen. So frozen blueberries, for example, are pretty inexpensive. You can get those. I would get those. That's number eight. Number nine is going to be tomatoes. Tomatoes are customarily on the dirty dozen. And these need to be bought organic. And, you know, it, it's interesting to look at some of the tomatoes we used to have and the ones we have now. I mean, you can see gigantic tomatoes. And, um, you know, these have been Frankensteinized. They're Franken foods. So I would do tomatoes. Number 10. This is tough because I would say we'll just throw in two for 10. Peaches and nectarines. Even though neither of these are really that popular, I think. But they're commonly on the dirty dozen as well, peaches and nectarines, so I would buy those organic. Now, all the other fruits and vegetables, avocado, for example, don't buy organic. You don't need to buy it organic. That's a pretty popular one. Potatoes, kind of in the middle. That's really up to you on that one. Um, if you look at like asparagus and squash, two things I really don't like the way they taste of, is zucchinis, eggplant, not necessarily on the dirty dozen. What I'll try to remember, because I always have to forget, like last week's episode on mental health being more liberals, I forgot to put the link in. I'll try to remember to put a link in for the dirty dozen for 2023 so you can see the list. But in retrospect, in, in review, so the meats, eggs, milk, dairy, berries, spinach, kale, peaches, tomatoes, nectarines. You should buy organic. Guys, Please rate and review if you haven't done so already. I'd appreciate that. Please rate and review the Cinema Rag. That's part of our contest that we have ongoing. You can find that on Spotify or Apple. There's a link in the episode notes for PayPal. And there's also a link for the Naturopathic Earth website, which hosts all the four podcast feeds and has hundreds of articles that are related to this and so forth. So check it out. Until next time, take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.